Fans, I, like you, have been waiting anxiously over the past seven days for word from Jesse the Body Ventura out of San Diego, California. Last week, you told us you were going to have some news that would knock, so to speak, the wrestling world out its ear. Tell me something, me, Gene. You really and truly been waiting seven days, Indeed. right? Indeed. Well, I got the news to knock wrestling back, to knock it forward, to do everything to it. The AWA, get ready, because when Jesse the Body speaks, people listen. I'm kind of like E.F. Hutton, you know. But you want to go to war? Two years ago, you got a war. You started it, we gonna finish. So I shed a pile. And this is episode 75 of the Punk Off Podcast. 75? 75. 75. And in some ways it seems like it should be more, but between COVID and everything else, it really shut us down for. But at any rate, hashtag. Hashtag I at any rate. I am still, after all this time, Dan Destroyer. And uh, I am Chris Crude, and we are here to uh, view 80s and 90s music movies, you know, and just to see if they still hold, stand the test of time with today's, uh, today's... Yes, we're going to react to Led Zeppelin. We're going to listen to Led Zeppelin for the first time being white males in our, in middle-aged white males, Led Zeppelin first time, and we're going to react to it. So, hit the thumbs up button, you know, smash, like, subscribe. smash the like, you know, if you don't want to smash it, you can tap it, if you don't want to tap it, you know, you can treat it like a... Ex-girlfriend or ex... Just, you know, if if you're the one female that listens to this, treat it like it's an ex-boyfriend. Just just tap it that one last time. <laughs> I think we have more than one. So I think, I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure we have more than one. Might be two. Well. Three might be asking. Well. Tap, tap that like button and hit the bell to subscribe. Bing. Subscribe. That reminds me of a little pet peeve of mine I've noticed recently. We're just launching right into it. This is going to be a really freeform day, I can tell you that. We have a couple things we want to talk about, but we're going to be all over the place because it's been a while since we podcasted. Uh, yeah, I have noticed something like a lot of people that have YouTube channels that then go into podcasting. Their sound levels fucking suck. It's terrible. They'll have one dude, and I think it's because they're just used to editing and a video. And usually with video, it just usually records right across the board as far as sound. Well, that plus when you upload something to YouTube, the uh, audio and video algorithms that they use oh, it, to it put everything up, down everything, to, yes. Yeah, so. Yes. But, uh, so but it doesn't you, you do can it. sound great on YouTube, but when you try and do something at home yourself, it might... I guess. Be a little bit different since you have to do your own engineering well, and YouTube's... I've been watching podcasts on YouTube. So, which is kind of a weird thing. But, but there was one guy who did, I don't want to say his name, and honestly, I can't remember right now, but he does video, comedy videos usually about, like, uh, the guy who was the football star uh, after he's lived in town for five years or whatever, never went to college, or never moved away. Like, he did those kind of... Videos. Oh, he came police officer? Uh, yeah. Police well, officer? No, 
No, he's the guy that's still talking about, you know, dating. He's 25-year-old dating girls that are just turned 18 or, or 17, getting ready to turn 18. And always talking about, I was sitting at the football practice yelling, at, oh, when I was, you know, that kind of crap. Was, so oh, what's he, that? he does a lot of those kind of videos, being smart. And they're kind of funny. But the older I get, they stay the same age? Yes. Okay. High we'll school girls. But uh, he's doing a podcast now, and I don't want to say the podcast name either. But they mainly, they mainly start talking about like sex and masturbation, and they've been doing it enough and have enough of a name that they now start interviewing porn stars as well. But what I've noticed is, is even on YouTube, their levels are like once like mid range, and one will be really low, and it gets really difficult, at least for me, since between. I had to say being a musician because I still consider myself more an artist since I'm not formally trained as a musician. The artist formerly known as... Yes. <laughs> Dan Destroyer. But sound levels are kind of one thing. And I, granted, I can take shitty recordings. You know, fuck, I listen to the Misfits shit. So, you know, the old shit. And we know how shitty the recordings sound on a lot of those. But it's still within... It's not up and down so much that, you know what I mean? As far as sound levels for... Well, keep it that way. The There's bass. still time for you to put earplugs in and not be like me and have to go to go to bed at night with screaming noises in your ear while it's trying to be quiet all around you with tinnitus and it's... Yeah. It's a loathsome bitch. So, but uh, anyway, my, just my pet, peeve, my pet peeve is just people that do YouTube that then go into podcasts but they don't learn enough about recording levels. You know, I'm not a master of it, you know, because, well, and that's the thing. The way we do it, it's kind of the way I prefer it because, well, two reasons. It's easier, and the second reason is, is at least when we have guests, it's a lot easier to have a conversational podcast because not everyone, everyone kind of forgets that the mic's there after a while. Yes, so well, everyone, like a telescoping mic instead of a direct one? Yes. I don't know the technical terms. Yeah, yeah, but... But, you know, if everyone's got, you know, a friggin' microphone and a windscreen there, then they're always very, they're very aware that there's a microphone there. And they'll kind of, whereas with our podcast usually, and granted, it doesn't always sound the best. I never rock a mic with a pantyhose. But everyone, at least when we have groups, especially, everyone usually talks about the same level unless they're getting excited in a conversation, which I want captured for the podcast because it's becoming a very exciting, you know. So I get very excited when I'm here with you. You want me to make louder and softer yeah, noise? Like, yeah. I can ram it up a little bit and talk to you. I'm just so just, happy to be here. You just turned into Boomhauer instead. I'm just so happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? So speaking of which, I think we're going to try and start having to go to places, but I think we're going to have to start doing some bands again. I think we've already got a couple in mind. Well, I told one, one. One has already told me that whenever we can get around to it, and they can get around to it, that they're definitely interested. But well, more on that later. So, oh, switching, switching oh, gears. Oh, is that a? Is that I a, mean, that's a teaser for this a teaser? Next, next episode. Maybe I got to clear it with everybody. But and uh, actually, I can uh, I can announce this. I need to get everybody together, but there is in the works for those that used to listen. A NWO, which we have talked about, I think, a couple times before, teased it. But we are in the works of getting around for the NWO Metal Militia Reunion Podcast. So we have a venue for it now. And uh, just got to make sure everyone that's involved can indeed attend on the same day. 
and uh, we'll go up there. Chris Crude will be along as well because we're hosting it on the Punk Off podcast. So I don't know about that. You know, I I I I, I, I wasn't there, man. I don't know. I don't want to be. I don't want to like. Uh, well, I just I, I I just feel weird, man. I just uh, I don't know. Will I be a part of things? Yes. Like, still, I, I don't know. Because you'd still pretty much know everybody that's involved one way or another. So even if it's to a lesser degree, you still know. I'm just gonna work extra hard to not have it at a lesser degree. What is with your socks? You keep fiddling with your socks. You're going, I don't know. I'm you a little bit decide, nervous. Can't decide Do if I you're middle aged dad or if you're. I want them up. If you're if you're or a teenager in 1989 or. I don't know. I, I'm telling you, I'm nervous, man. I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm nervous. Play soccer nervous. or I'm gonna go. You really need to get some white leather New Balances and then go mow the yard. I make my kids mow the yard. Uh, see, I don't. See, this is why I'm tired all the time. I don't have any kids to push shit off onto. I am constantly working on shit around the house, and it is me. I don't have anybody else to fucking help. I get up on the ladder, I'm screwed. Nobody's fucking holding the ladder for me. If I fall off, then I hope I can fucking tuck and roll and save my own fat ass. So. Stop, drop, and roll. So, yeah, okay. We got off on a tangent there. At any rate, something I do want to talk about real quick. This is the wrestling end of it. One of my favorite wrestlers, uh, great worker, Scott Hall passed away. Uh, this is R.I.P. So the bad guy will be missed. He was one of those wrestlers. He wasn't really like when he came out as Razor Ramon. I thought it was kind of funny, but I, I wasn't really watching a lot of wrestling at that point. And I was kind of like, oh yeah, he's doing like Scarface, Tony Montana kind of. But Hall was when he was sober. So smart about the business. Because I did not even realize until later, until I watched, uh, they did a DVD they put out about Scott Hall and his, uh, one of the things WWE shills out videos for, home videos, and you buy it because you're a mark, and, or at least I'm a mark, and I'll buy, you know, Macho Man, greatest, you know, this and that. I probably have, I've, one day I'm like, why do I have three different DVDs of Macho Man best of shit and unseen or barely seen matches of Macho Man and I'm like why do I have like three separate discs of a lot of shit that overlaps at any rate hashtag hashtag so but Hall was he was a really great worker even in the sense of like when Sting was getting ready to do his comeback I guess Hall went up to him and was like so when you're coming back you're, you're still doing do I hear you're still doing like the surfer boy makeup thing and he's like well, well yeah He's like, no, do the crow. And so he's like, he goes, look, he goes, I'm going to give you a tip. Just, he goes, that's an idea. Just maybe work this in. He goes, go home and watch the movie, The Crow. He goes, see what you think. He goes, see if that gives you any ideas. So Sting was kind of like, all right, because apparently he had never seen the movie before. Went home, loved the idea. And as we all know, that is the Sting that the Crow era Sting is the one we all know and love now. So. So, but Hall was good for a lot. He'd just give people ideas just, you know, to help their own career along. And and like I said, he, he was great when, uh, oh, sorry. That was rude. That was my phone. A TIE fighter is not indeed making a run. A band camp's letting me know something. Uh, okay, yeah, nothing, nothing wrong. No, but the, Scott Hall, he was, no, he was no pretty crazy me. because, uh. Well, and you know, he, he gave me that idea before I even was old enough to see Scarface and before I'd even seen it. You know, I, I didn't put the 
two together, together until a lot longer later in life. But, like, even in the whole NWO takeover thing, because part of that was his idea, him uh, and Bischoff getting together and then bringing in... I mean, it was smart. Now, it also kind of ruined the industry for a while, but that was kind of everybody getting greedy and just bringing everybody and their brother into the NWO. You point. know, and... and I've said this before, that's a point in time I really didn't watch wrestling, like during the 90s, because I was... Too cool? I was too cool, man. I, 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 I... See, I was kind of the same I, way. I, I learned, I learned it, it wasn't... Uh, I had a friend. It wasn't real, but then later on in life I realized it was uh, fun and funny to watch. Yeah. Even if it wasn't. See, I kind of got to the point, too, where in the early 90s I kind of gotten over it a little bit. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's, you know, predetermined outcome. I... And I had a friend that still was kind of into it, so I'd still kind of watch it a little bit. And he was like a huge Undertaker fan, so a lot of that was kind of funny to me, just, you know, the Dead Man Rising thing, that's count too. And so, but I wasn't really, really into it until I started working at Best Buy Distribution Center, and there were a lot of guys there that watched it for some reason. I don't know why, but... And, uh... <coughs> uh one of my friends was like, you watch wrestling? I'm like, nah, I used to. I don't really watch it so much anymore. He's like... You need to start again. And I'm like, really? Why? And he goes, Hulk Hogan just turned heel. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, are you kidding? He's like, no, I'm serious. He goes, Hulk Hogan has just about a month back turned heel. He's a bad guy now. He goes, he goes by Hollywood Hogan now. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I got to check this out. So, so I started watching it, and then I think about the point I watched it, it was also when Sting came back. So it was right, it was real early. And it was about the same time they all tried being, or NWO, because everybody was wearing black, or... Yeah, so... Well, and they had fake Sting that had showed up a lot before. Oh, yeah. So... And they had fake Sting with real Sting behind the mask. Yeah, and... yes, so... So I got in at about that point, and it was kind of, honestly, it was kind of fascinating. I'm like, all right, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, so... So I was sold on it again for a long time. And then kind of towards the end of, I got out of it probably right before the, uh, what, what were they calling it, the extreme aggression era, and right before McMahon bought, well, everybody, I guess. It's, everybody! So, because even uh, when I was watching WCW, I would still, I would watch WCW and then tape WWE, which was still WWF at that point. But, because I was stone cold. I mean, because, you know, fucking stone cold. Was there anything cooler? You hear that fucking glass breaking? I know you hear the Undertaker's gong. Yeah, but that's not, it doesn't have the same energy, you know what I mean? You hear that glass breaking, you're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah! You hear fuck the rock, yeah. you hear the rock say, if you, if you smell! Well, see, I thought that was funny, especially when you call somebody jabroni. That always got me a chuckle. So... So it was, it was still decent. Both, both were good at that point. So, and I didn't hate McMahon right. so much at that point. That I know you're a big AEW mark. Yes, I am. Uh, admittedly, so. But the best storyline going on right now is Kevin Owens and Ezekiel in WWE. Yeah, I know they've got a thing going. Well, Chris, is Ezekiel supposed to be his brother or something? Ezekiel, it used to be Elias. Yes. Elias had the long hair and the yeah. huge beard and and now some dude comes back 
with short hair and clean face and mm-hmm. no no I'm Ezekiel that's that was my brother I, I, I want to wrestle with my brother sometime that is the funniest shit going on right now in my opinion so I don't know because right now there's the whole MJF thing going on are you aware of any of this oh yeah I, I've so, seen it but well because that right now on uh, and like I said there is a huge thing of is it a work or is it a shoot and I'm kind of leaning towards shoot because I noticed when he was wrestling Wardlow and this is just my own theory and who knows we may never know for sure who knows but I noticed when he was going against Wardlow that it was a complete squash match and I'm like well that's really fucking not even for MJF you know once Wardlow caught him he just you know rolled over like a dead fish and I realize that's supposed to be part of but it's not in character for him to completely give up or not try and give an eye poke or do something, but he just, Wardlow just completely, once he caught him, completely squashed him. So, you know, keep the rhythm while I'm talking. He's gonna get you. But, uh, so I thought that was odd, but didn't think much about it until he came out and did the promo, or the pipe bomb promo, I guess as it's called. And after a while, I'm like, he looks like he's really pissed. Especially by the end of it, and he's telling him to fire him, and like I said, we've already known that he was supposedly trying to talk to others about getting more money, which I do understand. He is a big part of that now, of why that company is, you know, he plays his part well. People talk about AEW because of the shit he does. He is a part of, okay, to admit it, he is part of one of the pillars. He got bought for cheap yeah, and helped build things, and then other people came in with with twice as much money later on. Exactly. And he just wants his to fair save share. money. Yeah. Which I, you know, I kind of understand. He probably should cuz uh if it weren't for MJF cuz MJF was one of the reasons I started watching it first. I'm like, "Oh, damn, this guy's a really good fucking heel." I mean, he fucking sells it, and he does. So you you, you love yeah. to hate him, you know, cuz he's just He's the Miz. He's the Miz of AEW. He's kind of like if you took Old style Rick Rude and turned him up just a little bit more and put better clothes on him. That's what he reminds me of. You can't put better clothes on Rick Rude. Yeah, yeah I know the airbrush tights, tights. I know the best. I have been waiting for MJF to come out in airbrush tights. But where I was going with this is I've noticed now because somebody said, "Hey, I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but like there is no record of MJF on AEW's roster on the website, and his merch has been pulled. It's all gone." Which is weird because I noticed dun, dun, dun. 15 minutes before because I was going to show my wife the pipe bomb because I was telling her about it. And she's she will casually watch some of the stuff. It kind of puts up with me watching it. But there's I'm like, look, I think this dude was really fucking pissed. Let's see what you said. You're an outsider. You have no investment in this whatsoever. See what you think. You know, because she's kind of all of it. You know, it's all fixed. And, you know, whatever. Anyhow, so. So, but I went Just to like go. The NBA. I went going on AEW's. Uh, YouTube channel because I've got it, I subscribe to it so whenever there's shit on there I always know so I went back to go find that video and it's fucking gone it's not on there they've wiped out about everything from MJF involvement to where Sean Spears was wrestling Wardlow everything else is fucking gone so well that's a level of uh so to me something's going on if oh no it's perfect they, they 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 did everything they didn't half-ass it they went all the way yeah i guess i don't know we'll see i guess 
Maybe. Maybe not. But I was kind of I'm like, well, honestly, if if he thinks McMahon is going to treat him any better than Khan, I don't see that happening. See, so yeah, you ever you uh, he's gonna you know he's see, gonna get MJF there and see like, pictures of Cody Rhodes uh, arms. Oh yeah, man, that was fuck bicep rips. What is and... he trying to prove at this point? See, I thought I was being rude before. Ah, eh, just messages. I I I can. Not pay attention. Yeah. To well, sorry. The thing I the done. thing I got was a notice from Bandcamp, and I thought maybe it was from something locally, and I could announce, but it wasn't. It was from something else. So. Oh, you wanted to be the first. You wanted to have it on the breaking the news first. about local bands. Yes. Do, 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 breaking news. Do, 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 do. So, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Cody. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's. <sighs> He's. Uh, they say he's got surgery. He'll be out for nine months now. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I, I just kind of be like, what is he trying to prove at this point? I mean, he's going. I know he's trying to live up to his dad's legacy to a certain extent, but he's going kind of even further past that point to where. I mean, because I remember when he did the 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 flaming table match at AEW and lit himself on fire, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, no, I just. Trying to prove the money was worth it to switch brands. I guess, but I don't know. It's... I mean, good for him. He's going where the money is. I understand. But I still, I would not want to work for McMahon. Just the shit he's pulled in the past. And especially since he, I mean, Christ, the dude's gotten rid of his own family out of the fucking company at this point. Stephanie? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't Triple H. H. I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Now, like I, I said, know. A, a lot of stuff I watch on WWE, I just, I don't know. I can't. Eh. Plus, a lot of my favorites that were in WWE ended up going to AEW. You know. CM Punk came back. That was fucking. That's. Oh, you're talking about old shit. Well, Miro is fucking in AEW and he's back again. Although his character, it's a little more one sided than I like. He plays video games and squashes people. That's about... Machka. So, at least in... I don't know. I'll give... I'll give Vince this, I guess. At least in WWE, he had at least a little more of an of an ominous angle. As far as, you know... Communist country coming in. You know. That old trope. <laughs> yeah, but now it's okay to be aligned with the communist... Because Putin's just trying to take back what is his pew, and pew, pew, and pew, pew, da. Pew. da da. I know I listened to that the other day. I'm like, oh my god. Da. For those that aren't in the know, da. Uh, we had worked on a song called uh, "Bigly Sex Makes the World Go Round," and I actually wrote it like right after. Uh, he who shall not be named got elected. So it was before. I would have swore it was right after. It was right. I would have swore it was right after. Because I'm like, holy shit, this we gotta. Because <clears throat> I kind of, not to be arrogant, but I kind of predicted some stuff that might go on, and it, it did kind of happen. So, granted, some of it's kind of exaggerated, but it's still, nah. it's still a thing. So. And most people that have heard it have it's 
not to brag, but that album, I must admit, was really good. I really wish I could have came up with a better finisher for a third or fourth song on that album because that EP is so good. And, I mean, it was even highly regarded except for the last song on Maximum Rock and Roll. And not to brag, but I, for most people that don't know, Maximum Rock and Roll has a tendency for, like, any demos or anything that gets sent in. They have a tendency, to, or first albums, they have a tendency to kind of shit on them a lot. So, or at least just in general. So, and ours was actually reviewed. Both Skullduggery and Bigley were reviewed rather pretty well, actually, for Maximum Rock and Roll. Not to toot our own horn, but... You're a star. No, it's not a star, but I gotta admit, I never thought I would be in a band that would send shit into them that they would actually be like, you know, it's not too bad, you need to check it out. Never. I figured he'd be like, this is the worst shit. Who the hell are these? Don't listen to fucking punk bands from Ohio. You know, that kind of shit. I figured it'd be something like that, and it was not. So, that, and I guess that's the thing. I have no kids. It's still true, though. What's that? Don't listen have to no punk kids? bands from Ohio. Oh, <laughs> So, you know, I don't, I don't have much. What I'm saying is, when I die, I'm not going to have much left as a legacy. I at least oh. I at least feel kind of good that at least if nothing else there was a little mark in music history and punk rock and maximum rock and roll where I got I got an okay at thumbs up twice. So yeah, hey, you're not so bad. So that's what I have to live with, and I'll take it. You know, so considering especially again I and I don't know what it was. There was a lot of people that like say oh, well it's the same here. I mean I've done a bunch of regional shit with the old band. Living Dead with the uh, more punkish band, Action Pants. But that's all. That's all local. Yeah. When you get to one of them zines that you're talking about, that's more of a national thing or a worldwide thing, and uh, have that put in there. It, uh, well, it, I like it too. I won't lie. Uh, well, here's kind of my philosophy for a lot of this, and I know I drove Chris nuts sometimes because. He wanted to play out more, which I do understand. I do get that. But to kind of get the philosophy of what I was thinking a lot for Sacred Cows, and it's kind of always been that way, I looked to Malcolm McLaren. Now, for people that don't know, Malcolm McLaren was the manager of the Sex Pistols. He managed several other bands, but his the Sex Pistols for him was kind of... If, you, if you've never read up on this, I highly suggest it. Even if you don't like the Sex Pistols, because honestly, to me, Sex Pistols is... They're a great and terrible band at the same time. Oh, yeah. So, but his... The Sex Pistols for him... And this is bad. I can hear my... <laughs> I don't know if the, if the recorder's picking this up, but my voice is ringing off of one of Chris's cymbals. That's fine. It was, it's kind of odd. It's kind of odd, but... Uh, it's distracting me. Squirrel! Uh... <laughs> But Malcolm McLaren did the Sex Pistols as a test to see how big he could get the band with playing as little shows as possible and just doing things that made people think they were a bigger band than what they really were. And that was part of my philosophy is since we had all three core members that were in the band have all been in other bands, including myself. Chris had doubts about, about the first time we went out on stage, but I think I did all right, considering I've been a while. I only had one spot where I really kind of flubbed up, so. I don't remember. See, that's good. So, like I said, it had been a lot of years since I had been in a punk band that played live. 
But I drew from it. And okay, I remember. I just don't really care, so I don't yeah. make a big deal about it, it. You only really notice it if you're in the band, honestly. Oh, I had yeah. a point where I blanked it's on lyrics. The, it's, 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 all, it's always like that. Yeah, I know. The but people on honest, the stage honestly, for our know first... better than the people. People off the stage don't care because they don't know how it's supposed to be. Well, to me, it, it, it told me we did okay because we had several other people who could be like, where else have you guys played before? I've not seen you. And I'm like, this was it. Like you're kidding me, and I'm like, no, this was our first show, live, you know. So, to me, that was at least a little bit of a compliment that we at least held it together enough. But going back, that was kind of my thing, as I wanted to project like we had actually been out, played more, done more, because we were at least tight enough that in live it wasn't glaringly obvious this was our first time out. But like I said, since we all had veteran players that have played in other bands recorded and shit before it wasn't too hard to pull off if we'd had a member that had never really played live or been in a recording studio before at all i'm not sure we could have really pulled it off well enough because even our guitarist that we had for the live show didn't really know the music but knew no, that how was, to keep yeah. it together <laughs> god love him he was it was kind of like he would learn and forget and then he would kind of remember and but once again we still pulled it off so so, God love you. And that was five years ago. I know. I know that came up the other day that seven years ago we released Skull Duggery. And I was like, God. Because I was actually talking to Josh, uh, our the bass player and the other member. I was talking to, that, to him about that. We were at a party uh, over Memorial Day weekend. Him and I were both at a party, the same party. And him and I got to talk about stuff. And his son was there. And that's what we were talking about. I'm like, yeah. I'm like... Uh, Skullduggery came up that in fact it would have been seven years since we released it and I was sitting there thinking about his son and I was like oh yeah that is about right because it was right before he had his son so so yeah cheers Josh cheers Josh <laughs> pouring one on the curb so let's see what else there was some other band business I was going to talk about but I'm going to wait till that's off mic because I still don't we started talking about it and they're like hey we need to start recording but some of the stuff I don't want out there until later, so we'll circle back around after we stop recording. Circle back? Because nothing's official. Um, also, uh, our friends, they used to be, most of them were in Scare Me Green, um, but they have started another band with a few new members. Uh, Resignation out there. They have announced today, uh, they are on Spotify, Apple Music, and uh, YouTube. They're on YouTube. Apparently the album's on YouTube. So I would highly recommend you go check those guys out. Resignation. Resignation. Isn't that what I said? That's exactly what you said. I was okay. just reinforcing the fact. I was okay. making it more forceful. Okay. Resignation. Pretty so yeah, sure. go check those guys out. We always like to promote locals. Uh, there's a couple more I saw that are releasing albums. Uh, when it's official, I will probably announce them as well. Because uh, another one is a another Toledo local that actually I like those guys pretty well and they've actually traded they they wanted Sacred Cows to kind of open for one of their shows and at that point there was no way we could do it um, and then actually Stinky Meatballs they have a new EP out Stinky Meatballs uh, if you not check those guys out check them out I got their CD and the download big uh, love to Jared he's always a fan I always come to the shows when uh, I was playing in a whore band. <laughs> so 
They've got a new one out. Uh, two songs on it. Uh, Skatekeeping, which is it's a great song. Especially if, like with me, I'm an, I'm an older guy that belongs to a, a core group of older skate guys called Never Was because we never were never was sponsored and never was good. That's why it's never was. Never was. So those guys, Skatekeeping is a really great song for, for them. And then, uh, oh man, I forgot the title of the second tween age oh man I can't remember it now second song it's good as well so I highly recommend supporting those guys so support your locals I'm quiet yes I said support your locals and I can hear the symbol do a nice little ring out as well so uh, I'm trying to think what else we need to cover I know there's some other stuff I'm trying to stay away from the news as much as possible because I don't, I don't like to talk about he who should not be named anymore. And I have to anymore. Just because I'm just trying to be over it. Although he still manages to creep into the news. And... Was that Voldemort? Yes, Voldemort. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't sure. Oh, since you brought up movies. Um, oh shit! I watched. Let's see. I watched Swiss Army Man. Oh, yes, and Guns Akimbo. You had to watch Guns Akimbo. I haven't Akimbo watched that yet. It's also. On my, I'm going to, it's on my... So, yeah, Swiss Army Man, I would recommend watching it, but I will tell you, it is weird as fuck. Even by the end, you're still like, what the hell? So, it is odd. I would. That's what I tell everybody. I'm like, watch it once, don't buy it, just rent it you know, or stream it from somewhere. Watch it once, and then just be done te- with it. Technically, it's like five years old. We can't be giving out spoilers. No, that is true, so... Yeah, God, I guess, guess it has been that long. Although I haven't had... I've only recently started to get some time to watch movies again, and even... Have ooh, I been, have while I, I'm watching movies, I'm usually working on something. Oh. Have I been throwing up good ones on the Plex service? Yeah. <coughs> Although, <coughs> you need to search out Hulk Hogan's... Uh, Sex tape? No, 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 no. I don't want to see there's, an orange Pringle can. No, there's two... There's orange two, Pringle can. There's two movies where he plays a Navy SEAL. He did in the 90s. Um, oh, what the hell is Two it? Hulk Hogan movies. I'll, I'll, I'll have to look later because I even told my friend it, about it. What's it, Nanny or... No, 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 no. They're, he plays a Navy SEAL. That There's two different ones in it. Shannon Tweed's in one of them, so... Oh, I thought you had to say. Yeah, because she gets naked within about the first 15 uh, minutes of the first movie. Of every, all the movies. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, let's see, it's not on here. Shit, I'll have to look later. It's like, what is it, ghosts? It's like kind of really terrible. Um, so uh, I'm going to still try and keep talking while I'm looking this up. Um, so yeah, I watched Swiss Army Man. Like I said, it's really, it is kind of messed up, but it's worth watching. And then I watched Licorice Pizza. I don't understand that, but... What, that movie? Um, I, don't, I don't understand, I feel, I don't I understand like, what the big deal was. Me neither. I feel like an old man. Here's my old man review review of that movie. There's a lot, a lot of unnecessary running in that movie. Why is everyone running everywhere? So, yeah, I don't know. There's no... And with a name like Licorice Pizza, I thought at some point it was going to tie into, like, a record store or records or somewhere. And not once, other than they're at a DJ at one point, shilling for, you know, the... Uh, water beds that he's selling. Yeah, I'm like you. I don't get why that was such a big deal of a movie, and I, I don't know. 
I was just like, I can't get that time. This is one of those movies I watched, I'm like, I can't get that time back. I don't know. I kept watching it, waiting for something. And what's worse is, it seems like, uh, oh shit. But did, did you watch Ant Farm Dickhole? No, I have not. I have not. I've not had that much time yet to get around to a movie called Ant Farm Dickhole. <laughs> I have seen it was listed. I have not had that much time to get around to it You need yet. to watch Ant Farm Dickhole. Okay. Because well, kind of like the movie, like the Marvel movie, Ant-Man, uh-huh. only better because there's a dickhole. And the dude shoots ants out of his dickhole. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, got I don't know real quiet. Real yeah, quiet. Really real quick. Assault on Devil's Island. That's the name of the Hogan. And there's also... Uh, a follow-up movie to that, but... Uh, Assault yeah. on Devil's Island 2? No, it's a different one. The, the second one takes place in Afghanistan, which is even hilarious. And I'll bet Betsy... Devil's Jessica, Island is in Afghanistan? This, no. But I was going to say, I'm sure Jesse Ventura had to be pissed that Hulk Hogan got offered a role as a Navy SEAL, considering he actually was one before he got into Supposedly. Wrestling. I I've spo- I mean it was on his records so supposedly yeah I don't know I, I that's one thing I say about Ventura he doesn't seem like he's that much of a bullshitter <laughs> and this is the guy that got thrown out of WWF because he was talking about starting a, a union so and Hulk Hogan which still to this day has not happened no and yes Hulk Hogan that's that's a story Hulk went behind Jesse's back. Told McMahon. And blocked the union. Yeah. Told McMahon what Jesse Ventura was doing. Hey, guess what he's doing? He's starting a union. So, that is the thing. Brother. You kind of notice, uh, especially more and I watch, one of the shows I watch on YouTube is Wrestling With Regret, which is how I learned about the Hulk Hogan movie that I was just talking Brother. about. Brother. But the more you learn about Hulk Hogan, the more you're like, wow, he really is kind of a piece of human shit. Despite him playing the good guy. That's the one thing I know <clears> a lot about wrestling. The guys that are heels are actually usually about the nicest people you could meet in real life a lot of the time. Brother. Three out of four times. And the guys that play baby faces are usually about some of the worst fucking people like uh, you'd ever really want to be around as far as just... Brother. Just being assholes. Brother. So, yeah. It's quiet. Yeah. Well, if I got carry- I do. I do. God agree. damn, dude, I my do. back hurts so much. How much shit do I have to carry around here? Oh man! It's <laughs> all for you and about you. So, well, it doesn't help. Yeah, like I said, I have not written down anything to cover. I know we had other. Same here. It's a long time. I had a good introduction going there for a second, but after that, all after that, it's all been downhill from here. Well, I'm trying to think of even other stuff I've been. Doing and I haven't really been doing a lot. I've been trying to just clean talk my about, house. Talk about wrestling. Talk about a couple of movies. Yeah. You playing any video games? I, I have I not haven't. played a game in. Okay, months. here's what here's been my video game stuff. I've played the new Battlefield. I hated it. It's hated terrible. it. Terrible. There's hardly any cover, and you get spawn monsters who just go to the same spot, and then just as soon as you spawn, you take two steps and you get sniped. Well, so you ever played online, do it solo and win the game. Yeah, well, I used to like playing in, but, you know, 
I don't think the actual game version of it's any better. Anyway, well, and then I start. I quit playing that. And I started playing Gran Turi- the newest Gran Turismo, which that wasn't too bad. Uh, and then I also played. Started playing. Uh, went back and started playing Star Wars Rebel Squadrons, and I still suck at that. But I kind of have fun with it sometime. I did discover there is a download I'm going to have to uh, call Blood Sport Hockey or something. Their cartoon. It kind of reminds me of Mutant League Hockey, only they don't use <clears throat> little mutants. It's little guy, little cartoony guys. That's too bad because that was great back in the day. What, Mutant League Hockey? Yes. Which is where I'm going next because I still have that and I can play it on the Retron 5 I have. So I'm like, well, why am I going to download this if all I got to do is go... So I hooked up... Yeah, let me back up. I had my PlayStation 2 hooked up to my one TV, and every time i turn it on, it would switch black to black and white. The colorization or the sound would be off. And I got tired of constantly readjusting because you got to get, like, a little converter. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I've, I've went through about three different ones. Old I game found, systems and new TVs don't mix very no, well. No, they don't. So I've, I found a decent converter, finally, because I kept buying different converters. And none of them were great. And I found one that worked pretty well most of the time. But still, every time now I turn it, I turn it back on to play the game. Something's off, so I've always got to go back in to the regular PlayStation, just the home screen where there's no game in it, and it just does the you know, you can go through and readjust your settings on there. Right. So I got to do that every fucking time. I got to figure out which one's wrong and go adjust either the color or the sound, or sometimes it's both. And, I was like, fuck this. Because I have an older TV I actually scored of all places at work. They threw it out, and I'm like, does this thing still work? I'm like, fuck yes, it does. And it's an older flat screen. <coughs> I use this for video games. But it's before HDMI. So that's exactly what I'm going to do with it. I just need to find a spot. Trying to clear out a spot out in the garage so I can set up a table. Because I got... Anyway, that's a never-ending fucking quest. Hashtag. But... I finally just moved my PlayStation 2 out of the bedroom where I had it hooked up on that TV. And I just moved up the Retron because the Retron I can just plug right into HDMI. It's got all the converter and everything built into it. So so I can at least start playing uh, Genesis, NES, Super NES, Famicom. Sega! And... Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Oh, uh, Game Boy. Game Boy and Game Boy Deluxe, because there's a slot for those, even. All right. I've got a couple small ones, mostly Gundam games that were Japanese, which is really awesome trying to figure out Japanese. And supposedly there is a patch that I can load on an SDR, SD card. I just need to find a website, and I don't I don't care that much. I don't play it that often. So, But the thing I like about the Retron is that there's options. So... I have been wanting to purchase a Sega CD system, but they are fucking outlandish now. So I'm holding off on that because. And I used to have one, and I could have. I, I could have. I yep. had one. I sold it. Man. Yep. Because I was like, "When am I going to play this again?" And I had a friend that was interested in it, so I sold it to him for like eighty bucks with all the games. And now I'm like really kicking myself in the ass. But at that point, that's about what it was worth. So. But yeah, I should have just held on to it because everything fucking worked, and I had awesome fucking games and CD games to it. And, so, and the... Uh, the newer Pitfall was pretty nice. Yeah, somebody else told me that. It was almost like a 3D game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was somebody that was making a system where you could... It, it would basically rip all those game, CD games onto the system. Any CD-based game. But 
I was on a waiting list for a year, and after about six months, and the people that had ordered it two years prior still hadn't gotten it. I'm like, fuck this. So I just got my money back, and I see people. Some people are finally getting them now. So I can't remember the name of the system right off the bat. I can go look it up. Metal Jesus on YouTube talks about it. He reviewed it. That's how I heard about it originally. But uh, but yeah, it was supposedly two hundred fifty dollars originally, and then I got bumped up to three fifty. Now I see it's even even more. So and you have little add-ons you can add on to it, so you can play other other games later. And it's got a bunch preloaded on it. So you know this is fascinating shit. So I was gonna buy one of those, and then I I backed off of it. And so yeah, I guess well, it is fascinating because they screwed you, and you went and uh, well, I got my money, got back, your so. money back, and yeah. fucked them. So I'm like, I don't need this that bad. So yeah. Especially if we never play. We never play anymore, man. What's up with that? We used to work midnights. Yeah. And then come home in the mornings and uh, do some WWE, well, maybe, some wrestling maybe matches. New, maybe the And new. I'd always pick up the ringside bell and smash you over the head with the bell. Yeah. And that was pretty much my... His go-to. My go-to for every usually match, me with every the bell game. and then rolling me back in the ring was usually about enough for me to not be able to get back up, so... So I learned, I learned, I learned, you know, it was a little glitch in the game. Until I made some great big hulking characters, a couple of great big hulking characters that weren't the fastest, but usually at least when he pulled that move, it didn't always immediately count me out or knock me out. And Oh no, I always won. I always kicked his ass. Don't, don't. No, nah, I don't want to. Whatever, whatever Dan says, don't believe him. I, I always, think, I, I, I win. I basically did Lord. I'm the man. I did Lord. I'm hum- the man. I did Lord Humongous, and I don't think he could steamroll him every time. So, Lord Humongous is from uh, Road Warrior, in case for those that don't know. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I was, I was going to say AEW is coming out with the game. So, maybe there. Maybe. Sometime. So. Although I have no money right now, and so it doesn't matter. I'm broke. They'll, they'll still blow... I'm cash poor, we'll put it that way. They'll blow Kenny Omega, even though he's not... He's overrated. I'll say it right here. Kenny Omega's overrated. Yeah, I kind of agree. I, I mean, he's all right, but I don't know. I kind of, kind of agree. Uh, Jim Cornette definitely thinks so. He calls him... Uh, twinkle Toes. He calls him Twinkle Toes. Somebody loves me. But yeah, Kenny Omega's kind of overrated. And uh, Orange Cassidy, I don't know. I know he injured his shoulder, but he hasn't been showing up even From much. Some of them side. hardcore shoulder blocks. Although I think uh, they kind of have Dan Housen to fill a lot of his role now, so that's part of it. That's the comedy part. Yeah. So, hey. They I mean, found what, a better comedy part. Who'd have thought the whole Hookhausen thing would have worked as well as it does? But it does work pretty well, so. Eh, we'll see. They only had one or two matches, right? Oh, they're doing a lot of things online now together, so... Yeah, but... So... IRL, in real life. Also, I I recommend also, uh, for those that don't, uh, Ethan Page has a vlog, or vlog, as he calls it, where he goes toy hunting with different people that he works with in AEW. Some some not in AEW, and uh, that's actually kind of fun, so... Even if you don't really, even my wife likes watching it. She doesn't. Okay, she doesn't I, 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 I want a rap album with Max Caster from the acclaimed. The other thing is, is while he's funny, he raps like a white guy from 1989. Barry Sobel. 
Go back, all you kids out there, go back and on YouTube and look up Barry Sobel's raps. That's right. I do remember him, so. But yeah, he does kind of like... This is a Zodiac sign. <laughs> but that's what I kind of thought that one day. I was like, he kind of raps like a white guy from 1989. Just... Listen, Hey! Eminem's gonna come kick your ass. Gonna come kick my ass too, cause we're both part of this. Yeah. Are you alright? Need to go pee or Oh, I'm fine, but right. we've been down here an hour, what, two okay. hours? Five hours? What, I don't know. Uh, what have we been doing? Yeah, we probably should have broke this up into two episodes, but I guess technically I still could. We'll see once I start editing how that goes. But uh Yeah, also No, it's only been an hour. Has it okay. So yeah, that reminds me, I do have new podcasting equipment that I should probably use because I tried selling it for a while and everybody uses a computer and I don't know. I just, I'm an old man. I can't, I can't get completely down with it. I don't. I'm afraid of the future. Here's the thing. I don't mind doing my final edits on the computer using like Audacity or Reaper or whatever. Right. Although Reaper I have not really used enough to really get a firm grip on it yet, but uh. I don't know. I just like even for like Firm home demo, grip the reaper. Home demos. I just like using this analog because it's easier to manipulate. Firm so, grip the reaper. It's also easier to fix mistakes with it. So on this on the card format. So and uh, I was nah, gonna go somewhere else with all this, nah, but I got nah, really distracted. Nah, nah. So yeah, like I said, because well, originally I bought the podcast mixer uh what the hell is it it's an la i forget what company i think it might be zoom as well i bought it when before covid happened because we were originally supposed to start having more bands come over to parts unknown supposedly and covid kind of killed that i feel i feel cheated so that never happened i wasn't a part of it what that you didn't get to spend massive amounts of money on a new Mixer recorder. No, all the all all the people, all the oh. things I I would see. Yeah, I know. Trust me, I did too. So, and now we're trying to slowly recover, and we'll get there. But I don't know. Life sucks. Just some days, it's just too much work. I don't like my job. It's, people are okay, most of them. But, yeah. No, we need. We need we need national health care. I know there's people that rally against it, but trust me, I work within the industry now at this point, and here's the thing. Because just as a prime example, okay, I got a little, poli- I'm getting a little political. You said you wouldn't. But this is, oh, I'm no. not. So, I'm not going to pick on Joe Biden, because Joe Biden is 96 fucking years old, which is a Cat Williams bit. If you don't know about it, go check that out on YouTube. It's hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, okay, <clears throat> I have insurance. Vision is covered as well. Really? But I have figured out that what I have to pay at most places to get glasses, I might as well just pay for it by myself. Here's a prime example. Last time I used this insurance to go get glasses, I went to the place. uh, They did my exam. They got me glasses. I still had to pay $583 for glasses. One pair of glasses. What? Yes. 
So, and what's worse is I got him home and the prescription still wasn't quite right. Now, part of that was me because at that point I started to need bifocals. Speaking of which, I know you can't tell on these and that's on purpose. I have bifocals in my glasses now. Because between... I have for a while. Uh, between the jobs I work at, uh, low light and everything else, it's fucking, it's fucked with my vision even more. So, I had to get bifocals. Now, that was part of the thing is the perks... But besides the bifocal part, no bifocal part... I asked for no bifocals in the last one. Um, this, it still wasn't right for my vision. so And it just gave me headaches all the time. And I was like, well, fuck this. And I just wore my old glasses and it was fine. So I finally was like, uh, my vision for reading is getting bad enough. I got to do something. So I went to local here in town guy that usually always got my prescription pretty much dead on. Because apparently he's got about the same things wrong with my eyes. So, he usually gets the prescription right on. So, but I knew it's always expensive to get glasses from him. So, uh, this time I was, did a little experiment. Uh, and did you go I to had, Walmart? Huh? You go to Walmart? Yeah, that's what I ended up doing. Yeah, your glasses from Walmart? Yes, I paid, <laughs> I paid $500 for two pairs of glasses with bifocals. It was $530 for two pairs of glasses... With my, yeah, so I, I got two pairs of glasses for, for the, the same cost price of, of yes, one. Exactly. So, I mean, what the fuck? So, yeah, also, yeah, long story short, yeah, if everything's centralized, I know people are like, I don't know what the government touching you. How much wrong can it go now? Because I, I guarantee you, even with me just going to the dentist, there's always some fuck up. Whereas everything's streamlined. And everything gets filed and handled the same way. There should be almost next to... No, nah, I'm not going to say that there's never going to be never any fuck-ups. But it should be close to no fuck-ups. Whereas now with insurance, you're still half the time... Because I, I saw people like, Well, if you go with fucking centralized medicine, you don't really get to go see who you want. Well, for the most part, with most shit, you really don't get to go see who you want. You're a socialist. Yes, I am. So is Jesus. <laughs> unless you believe oh, in, now you're comparing yourself to Jesus? Unless you believe in Republican Jesus. Now you Which not, a lot of people around here do believe in Republican Jesus. But if you go by the Bootstraps. Actual, but also if you go Bootstraps. Go by the Bible, well, a lot of Jesus' ideas are pretty socialist. Well, unless you know, believe in Republican Jesus. Have some friends, you know, take care of each other. So. He just yeah, had, we'll, we'll avoid he this just had a bunch of uh, gay orgies on fishing boats. Well, it also depends on what, you know, because if you get in the Bible, if you believe the Bible verbatim, then, you know, if if your woman gets, gay orgies if your on, woman gets raped, then you can sell her to the rapist because the woman is now no longer any good to you. You can sell yeah. her to a rapist for what the courts determine to be a, a sizable, you know, at least a fair amount for, and, you know. And you can if drink, you eat, you if can you drink. Eat on Friday... You can be stoned to death, so... And you can drink the bitter waters and have yourself an abortion if you want. Yes, so... So... Yeah, I guess we could go into... As far as I'm concerned as well as abortion, here's my analogy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here it is. Get ready. We was closing it up. And, but, but, you were now, closing it up. Now was, we... Now I'm still we, rambling. Now Since we ramble. the whole road was just waiting, which I have a whole other theory, but maybe we'll get into it another time about shit that goes on because here's all right you know what fuck it say it 
I still believe there is some sort of cabal or Illuminati that is involved that tries to get the public hyped up so they can get control. First, they tried with the whole January 6th thing and it didn't go as well as they hoped. Because it always seems like there's something going on. When it's Republicans, they focus on certain things. And then when it's Democrats, it's always gun violence. Because while Trump had some gun violence that happened under his watch, eh, not a lot of rabble, rabble, rabble really happened as much. Because there was some gun violence that happened during. But now, but now there's there so much of it that I am. I'm convinced that a cabal is trying to just get shit done so then they'll pass laws so that most guns will get outlawed and then they can have total control because then we no longer become subjects and not citizens. Now, with that being said, I also do kind of agree at this point. Even for a long time, I was really against any change to the Second Amendment. I do believe that we are at the point, at least especially with the people that seem to keep, for the most part, having gun violence that are perpetrating it. Maybe we should at least raise the age limit to 21, with some exceptions. Like, if you're a farm kid, you can apply for a permit. That way you have a varmint rifle and everything else you can get rid of at your farm. Yes. A shotgun... Yeah. And a AR, and yes, I know AR means Armalite. Armalite rifle. Are two different things. Yeah. So I at least do kind of agree at this point because they talked about reaching age limit 21. I don't think that's a terrible idea anymore. Even though you're going to show people in service below the age of 21. But they are getting trained. They're getting trained to properly handle a rifle. And it does seem to be a lot of the problem is... These people that are taking guns, ARs, committing violence with them have not been trained. I'm not afraid to say it. I have a shotgun at home. I I have more than a shotgun at home. (laughs) Okay, so that's, that's... So, and that's coming out of me. So, I mean, honestly... You know the meme that shows the one Muppet, or it's not really even a Muppet. Damn liberal cucks. So... You know the one meme that shows the puppet that kind of sits there and does the backward eye things? Like, it'll say, ma 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 and, you know. Rolls his eyes, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, when when there are news programs, they're like, well, and they went to his house, and he had over a thousand rounds of ammunition. I'm, the, I'm that meme for, I'm like, so. I'm not. I got, I got. A box of buckshot and a box of birdshot. Yeah, I have I have more than that. I'll just I'm <laughs> leaving it at that. So, but yeah, I don't know. So I even I kind of agree. Would I have probably been the most responsible person at 21 or under 21 uh, with an AK and an AR? Eh, maybe to a certain extent, but that's only because also I had a next door neighbor who was like he was basically kind of like my grandfather. Who taught me about gun safety early on. So even I kind of learned that. But even with then, with that much training, when I've been the most responsible with it, eh. <laughs> I'm not saying I'd have gone shot up anywhere, but would I have done dumb things with it? Mm, probably. But <laughs> So I, I am at the point where at least, and I know raising the age limit on the AAR will not effectively cut all the crime that happens, but it's a start. That's kind of my view. And I hate to change anything to it, but we are kind of like, you know, we're at the point where you got to be 21 to buy alcohol. You got to go get a license to fucking drive a boat. 
Who's he got to be 21 to get cigarettes now or something? Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah. So, why not? But we let 18-year-olds in our, in our armies. Yeah, I know. And that's because they uh, they're young and disposable, and old men aren't going to fight you at wars, so. Didn't Black Sabbath have a lyric about that? No, oh, yeah. Something, some kind of pigs, I don't know. Yeah, well, so, and that's kind of what I'm saying. If they go into the service... Then allow them, whenever they get out of the service, if they're not 21 at that point, go ahead and give them permission to be yeah, able. you got to have an ID, right? You want an ID to, you want ID to vote? ID? So, ID to drive a car? So ID to drink some beers? Speaking of which, so actually, I to get some IDs to... This, uh, this will scare some people even more if they haven't followed. Um, Ohio, I do believe, as of if it's not already, as of tomorrow, you do not have to go get training or do anything for concealed carry. No. And no, I am taking my shotgun to Subway with me tomorrow. <laughs> well, it's got to be concealed. You still have to conceal oh, it. Oh, I'll conceal it, you know. <laughs> Walking around like you got a peg leg and... I got a boner. So, yeah, that's. I don't think a lot... They slid that right under the radar, which, I don't know. I was kinda, I'm kind of half and half on it because... Because, like, with me, I really don't want my name on a government list any more than is absolutely necessary, although it probably is already, I'm sure, for something. Yes, for knowing me. You know me. <laughs> you seditionist, you. <laughs> so now you're in trouble. So, but, yeah, I don't know. So, what's finished to feel kind of good, because there are some trips I go on, there are times I kind of wish I had a handgun with us, because... Wife and I do travel to some kind of sketchy places sometimes. So, and I will I will tell you right Over, now before parts anybody unknown. before Over anybody makes unknown. any remarks, parts it's the unknown. white ghettos that I'm usually more afraid of than anything else. Those are some sketchy motherfuckers, guys who walk around holding up their pants and call themselves Peckerwoods. Stay the fuck away from those people. They are nuts. <laughs> you need to be more afraid of those dudes than anything else. I'm sorry, because they do not give a fuck. <laughs> All right. So sounds, I guess, sounds like an old Chris Rock comedy routine from 15 years ago. Speaking of which, we ago. never talked about the slap. The slap? I don't think we talked about the slap. We did not talk about Chris Rock slap. Um, I don't know. What do you think? You think... Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Uh, some people say it was staged. Although, when the night it happened, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, well, he just elevated Chris Rock back into relevance again. Because not that Chris Rock had completely fallen off, but... Chris Rock is, from my scene, booking more gigs now than... Although Chris probably figured that out. Even if it wasn't staged, Chris is probably going to be like, well, my career just went whoop right again. So, but now you got all these comedians that are afraid they're going to, they can't go out on stage and say mm-hmm. whatever the fuck they want to. Because in the end, that was the thing. It's just jokes, man. That wasn't even that bad of a joke. He hasn't stopped Dave Chappelle. He still makes yeah. jokes about uh, gay and trans community. Speaking of which... Okay. And that is the... I don't understand why he has taken this hill to die on, considering where he lives. <laughs> so for those that don't know, well, not so much Ohio, he lives in Yellow Springs, which is the most liberal town in, in Ohio. Ohio. For those that have never been there, I've been going there since actually before Chappelle moved there, and I'm not trying to... Oh! Not trying to flex. I'm a gatekeeper! Uh, not trying to flex or be a gatekeeper. I've been, I've been there. My wife's family is from that area originally. Her grandmother lived down there. Her aunt and uncles lived in that area for a long time. I had been going down there since I met her in 1995. So, And it's become more touristy, and even, especially 
that was kind of the bad thing. Her and I went about a month and a half ago, and you could see the visible change in people. Because before when I went there, it was a lot of people in flannel shirts, kind of grungy people, or hippies. Basically, a lot of people. Everybody that was there, you pretty much knew smoked weed one way or another. You just knew that was <laughs> one way or another. Either they were through their mouth weed, or through their ass. Yeah, or, or they were eating edibles through brownies or whatever. And it's always kind of been that way. It was because Antioch College was there, and I Antioch was a liberal, liberal arts school. And sorry, I'm going way longer than we figured on going, but we kind of got in a tangent to talk about something. Come on, so. I got to pee. So, did you want me to stop? No, let's let's finish it. Okay. Liberal arts school, so it's been very liberal people there. Since Dave has moved in there, and I know, and especially within the last year and a half, the times of wife when I went, there are guys there now running around in, like, lifted Jeeps with Confederate flag license plates on the front and Punisher skull tattoos with a blue line through them. Which are people that would... It's kind of ruined the whole vibe of the place now. Because before it was very much a place you could... It was kind of chill. You could walk around different stores. You go to the head shops. Buy yourself some pipes for tobacco use only. Or some papers. And go to the comic book store. And, comic and... Yeah. So, and... Yeah, all the... Nice little deli. Have some food. Yeah. And get out... Get, you know, just... It was just... You didn't have to worry about being... day stop. Yeah. It was going to be a nice mellow stop, and even if it was crowded, the vibe was still pretty mellow, and it's not that way anymore. So, so yeah, we need to find, my wife and I were like, we need to find a new town to ruin with hippie vibes or something. I'm like, yeah, we really do. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's not changed, and I don't, like I said, I don't, considering the amount of gay people that live in that area, I don't know. Dude, if you don't like gay people that much, why do you live in that area? I don't know. Why do the gay people live in that area? If the, because they were there first. <laughs> Most of them were there first. So, I don't know. I like Chappelle, but I don't know what, what he's been doing and saying. I don't, you know, I don't know. What happened? It's just did trying to prove you can he, say something. It's I, not that you're against something, but trying to prove that you can say it. I guess, but I don't know. It just It's kind of weird to me. It's just not a hill to die on. Like I said, we're... Especially where he lives. I'm not... uh, And now he's getting the whole weird section of people that vote Republican that are now... That now think he's awesome. (laughs) So, didn't think he was so funny when he was just weed-smoking Dave Chappelle when he was in movies like Days and Confused. Or not Days and Confused. uh, 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 Half-Baked. Half-Baked, thank you. And then uh, uh, 21 Cigarettes. So... He's, he's and I, like I said, I realize people change, but I don't know. I just think it's it's weird to hell for him to die on. I don't I don't know. I've I've lost some. Re- I haven't lost all respect for him, but I've kind of lost some respect for him. I don't know. Chris can't hold it any longer. Nope. So um. You all right, we'll just end it here. Bam. <laughs> <laughs>